as Pastor Victoria mentioned to the children, today we actually are blessed doubly. This is the 4th of July weekend, and we celebrate our independence this weekend. And we remember those who fought for this independence and freedom that we are enjoying, especially I personally am grateful for freedom to worship God. Today, we also celebrate our freedom from sin and bondage. This communion table reminds us that we are free from our own sin and bondage by God's love and grace and forgiveness. Today, we truly are doubly blessed. Our scripture reading for today is the gospel according to Matthew chapter 40 verses, no, gospel according to Matthew chapter 10 verses 40 to 42. Matthew 10, 40 to 42. Jesus said, whoever welcomes you welcomes me and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly, I tell you, None of these will lose their reward. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I have a friend who works at the NASA Johnson Space Center in Houston, Texas. At one point, one of Rob's assignments was to direct training for astronauts and flight center staff. It was a, dis it was a serious business with a commitment to zero mistakes. By the way, when Pastor Steve was preaching last Sunday, I was sitting there and having written my sermon three weeks prior, I am not changing my opening sermon. I am not changing my opening sermon. Remember Pastor Steve was talking about NASA? Well, I am not copying him. <laughs> I wrote this three, four weeks ago. So back to my part of the NASA story, every eventuality had to be envisioned. Appropriate responses were given in priority levels. They had to develop decision-making trees so they could move to implementing tested, tested options as a situation developed. Then they had to have extensive training in how to flawlessly implement those responses. While committed to tried and tested methods, they also had to be prepared for unanticipated un situations that required creativity and out-of-the-box thinking. 
The choosing of those to serve as astronaut and flight center staff was highly selective. They came from many different professional backgrounds, from teachers, engineers, to physicians, to military pilots, and others. They are other, they also are from all walks of faith. Some of the astronauts actually are Presbyterians. They all had to be skilled at their jobs and trained to cover others in emergency. The training they underwent was intense and unforgiving. Those who couldn't cope couldn't stay or remain. Central to all of this was a commitment, never to quit trying and conscious force, a conscious focus on the human relationships that made work together possible. Central to all of this was a commitment never to quit trying and a conscious focus on the human relationships that make work together possible. My friend Rob Benfield, who served for also was served for a time on the media team at Clear Lake Presbyterian Church, where I was an associate pastor for an interim time. The church is near the NASA Space Center, and at that church, every service was high tech, and they used PowerPoint presentation. I was as low tech as a preacher comes. My first sermon preaching there, Rob came to me. I was in a Bible study prior to the church service. Rob came to me before the service and said, Mingi, the PowerPoint projector is not working. We are trying to fix it before the service starts in 14 minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> Please don't worry, Rob said. We have backup plans A, B, C, and D. I did not know enough to be worried. Rob came again when there was nine minutes and 45 seconds left and told me, we haven't gotten a solution or a fix yet, but we are working on it and we still have backup plans. Our whole team is made up of NASA engineers and oil engineers. We will find a way, you don't worry, he said. I was still not worried at all couldn't understand a thing. He came again at six minutes and again at three minutes, 15 seconds. Finally, at one minute, 10 seconds, he told me, we are going to take use the backup C, backup plan C. We are pre-repurposing our projector used for our team and the preacher's monitor um, and the PowerPoint during the, uh, during the sermon. He said, you'll still see, it will just look a little lopsided. That projector will now project to the main screen, he said. We will be able to show you PowerPoint with your sermon, but you wouldn't be able to see nicely. I was totally lost by then. At that point, I just knew I should just trust Rob, and I did. Jesus selected disciples also a Jesus, select, Jesus selected disciples also needed training, intense training they needed compared to flying into space. The disciples were charging the world, changing the world itself. 
They were given authority by Jesus and powers over demons and disease. They were told to go only to Israel. They were charged to proclaim the kingdom of God has come near. Disciples were instructed to take nothing with them. They were to rely completely on those who received them and to move on from those who did not receive them. They were warned to expect trouble and resistance and be constantly on guard. Disciples were told that they were encouraged to trust God and to fear nothing. And they were prepared to understand that they were entering a heart and demanding service sent by Jesus. Jesus ends his training of the disciples by speaking empowering words of encouragement, inspiration, purpose, hope, and celebration to his disciples. Jesus presents a system of inclusive relationship and rewards to the disciples. Jesus presents the same system of inclusive relationship and rewards to you and me and all of us today. It is a system in which a person who shows welcomes and well, who shows welcomes and hospitality to others, great and small. This system connects us to God's love and grace. As scholar Bonnie Patterson puts it in Feasting of the Gospel, our love for God and cooperation with other Christians involves us in the love of God. Professor Lewis Donaldson says, we who need the gospel spoke to us every day are called every day to speak the gospel to others. When we welcome a person, we welcome Jesus as Jesus told us in the scripture. When we welcome Jesus, we welcome God who sent Jesus to us. These words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 10, verses 40 to 42, remind us that getting to serve other is a high and holy calling. We are called to help people find their voice. We are to help the righteous person demonstrate and invite others to be righteous, to live a righteous life. We are to help others to be faithful in the service of giving even a glass of cold water. As followers of Jesus, with the help, we give others that we receive the reward from God. That reward is to be a part of God's love and grace poured out through Jesus Christ to those in need. As Professor Donaldson notes, this all happened through exercising of hospitality. He says to Jews, Christians, Greeks, Romans, and perhaps everyone else, when you welcome a stranger into your home or your life or your church, you may be welcoming the God of Israel. As Professor David Bland writes, it takes more than missionaries and ministers to accomplish Jesus' mission. 
the whole faith community takes ownership. The community of faith includes us here and now. Ultimately, the disciples long ago and we here and now are given the reward of being a part of what God is doing in Jesus. All of this applies, I believe, in church to those who serve and to, to those who support those who serve. For us at Church of the Palms, those who receive a prophet's reward or the reward of righteous includes pastors, staff, office volunteers, elders, deacons, including shepherding deacons, food pantry workers and volunteers, work, worship leaders, choir members, musicians, tech volunteers, Stephen ministers, teachers, counselors, office volunteers. Did I mention office volunteers? They're very important hospital visitors, Day of Hope leaders and volunteers, kitchen volunteers, home communion servers, youth leaders and volunteers, recreation leaders, senior well-being program support volunteers, and tutors, and many others. The more I have thought about it, the more I think we underestimate how Christ leads us here at Church of the Palms in hospitality and in service for people near and far. Others of us may not be able to participate in any of the physical roles to direct hospitality and mission service, but they serve by praying. They serve by encouraging others who physically are able to serve and by giving money so church's mission and ministry can continue. Those who pray, encourage, and give financially also receive the prophet's reward, the righteous person's reward, and the giver of cold water's reward. The reward of being in Christ, through Christ, in God. Imagine what if we practice hospitality and God's love to all those we meet every day with a commitment to zero mistakes like Rob and the NASA people do on their mission. And imagine having backup plans of A, B, C, and D for sharing the good news of the gospel to make sure that they all get it. Imagine what our reward will be like from God. Thanks be to God for the rewards we all receive. Amen.